Welcome to another episode of Kindred Conversations. We are so happy to have you here. We are really excited about this topic today because it's something that I think we are all so passionate about. It is often a request in our messages on Instagram, and we've just been really excited to readdress this. A lot of the topics that we cover on the epi- or on the podcast, we want to revisit in new formats. So you'll notice some topics we'll have a guest for, and then we'll revisit it a few months later as a submission episode, and maybe revisit it again a few months later, just as Paris and I addressing it. Anyway, today is a submission episode on a topic that we have covered previously, and we are so excited to address again, and that is making friends as an adult or as a mother. And I really liked this episode as well because we so often in our episodes I feel like the answer to so many so many problems and so many heartaches is friends and friends are something that take a lot of work and effort I think especially as adults so I'm really excited to just talk about how to strengthen our friendships and to actually go about developing those friendships as well. Should we start with our moment of gratitude? Yes. You want to go first? Okay. Um, I am grateful. Let's see. I feel like it's been a little while since I've done um, one like more focused on my children. But um, tonight when I, Johnny and I were putting the boys to bed, we um, were all just like sitting on our bed and we like each take a boy and each like they both drink a bottle before bed. So like we're giving both of them their bottle and reading books and then we were going to say prayers as a family and um, they were just like crawling around in their diapers. We had read a dinosaur book so they were like pretending they were dinosaurs. Well, Brooks was pretending he was a dinosaur and Wells was copying him. So cute. So they were just like crawling around in their little diapers and roaring and like it was just so sweet and definitely one of those little moments that you need sometimes amidst all the chaos. Um, anyway, I was just really grateful for that. It was just like a really good little family moment. I love that. Those are the moments we live for. Totally. What about you? Um, I am feeling so grateful. Miles has been really sleeping in lately and I am really grateful for that. Have I I said that before on the podcast? I don't think so. I don't think so. (laughs) I'd be embarrassed if I said it before, but honestly, I am really grateful, so I wouldn't be surprised. No, that's amazing. But he has been sleeping in, and like he woke up this morning at 9.40, which is... That's insane. It's insane. (laughs) And I have to preface this with saying, Miles literally did not sleep through the night until he was one. Yeah. Like, did not sleep more than seven hours until he was one. And so I just never would have believed that I would be in this position now. So anyways, if you have a really bad sleeper, there is hope. (laughs) There is hope. Anyways, I just, I, I honestly never would have believed it. I thought I was never going to sleep again. (laughs) No, that's so amazing. No, when he did start sleeping through the night, he was waking up at like 6am. So yeah, I love that. I'm grateful that that little boy has embraced his sleep. It's been so nice for both of us. Oh, that totally is. Okay, um, we are just going to jump right into the submissions. And I loved the very first one um, that came in from a good friend of ours. She said, know yourself first and foremost. It will help you connect to connect with and attract your people. 
And knowing the person who put this in, I just, I thought that was like such a sweet submission. I think that she like holds so true to this in her own life. And um, the cool thing about it is like she will um, do things with so many different groups of people. Oh, so friendly, always inviting people to do things. But um, she like, so she never discriminates against any specific group or never feels nervous to be around certain people. But then like in doing that, she expects to like really build certain relationships with those who like are attracted to that. And anyway, I just think it's really sweet. And I thought that was such a great way to kick it off is like, know yourself, reach out to people and like, be patient. You're going to find your people. Yeah. I love that. I also think that's such an important aspect of making friends that we don't talk about very much, but if you want to make good friends, those friends have to love you for who you are. You have to be confident in yourself and know who you are because that's the only way you're going to attract the pe the right kind of people. And by the right kind of people, I mean the people that appreciate you for who you are mm -hmm. and your unique qualities. Totally. So I think that that is like such a good way to start off is just know yourself. Totally. Okay. Somebody, a few people actually said this, and I think that this is so vital, is to be brave and invite others to do things. And this can be really hard because it's so vulnerable to invite somebody to do something. And it really is. It's a brave, it's a brave thing. And we're going to talk a little bit later about I know so many people have book clubs and cookbook clubs and all these different things. And starting one of those takes a lot of bravery. And so I like that she brought that up as well is it takes courage and it's so worth it. But invite, be the one to reach out. That's actually something my mom would say to me when I was in high school. If I was ever feeling lonely or a little bit left out she would say okay what are what are you initiating how can we how can we be the ones to reach out and invite people because if you're feeling this way other people are feeling this way as well and I could be more proactive about it so that was definitely something I was taught as well I love that okay also I feel like I have to throw in here too that these submissions were it was like a culmination of three different questions which were um how have you made some of your closest relationships or most meaningful relationships that you currently have? And then it was like, what meaningful ways have you been reached out to in the last year? And have you reached out to others in the last year? So that's like, that is where all of these are coming from. So, um, yeah, just thought I would put that out there because the next one was volunteer in your community. And I thought that was so awesome because that's one thing that I feel like when you go to, like city things or community things, like first of all, you automatically know that like the other people participating that live close to you, right? It's so, like it's easier to connect. And then also, um, wow, it just brings everyone out. Like Paris and I actually, this is kind of a side note, but Paris and I went to a um, city parade with our families like a few weeks ago and it was so fun. And it just, it was cool to think that like all of these people live in our city, you know? And then also there was every kind of person there, you know, big families and little families and just couples and 
you know, older people and younger people. And like, there were people from, I mean, the, this particular parade had like the two different high schools from our city. So like both the high schools and like, anyway, it was just really fun to see all these people there. And anyway, I thought what a great idea volunteering in your community. It's just like such a great way to meet people. Totally. And if they're volunteering, you know, they're great people. <laughs> so <laughs> It's a really good way to make good friends. Totally. Um, this totally goes along with the same thing, but find something to do outside of your regular circle if you're feeling like you want to reach out or meet new people. I know sometimes you just feel like you need some some more friendships, some more unique friendships. And so I think that's such a perfect idea is just to do something a little bit different. Like volunteering. That's perfect. Yeah. Okay. Work was a big one. People have made friends at work. And then along with that, a ton of people also said through church. Anyway, so any kind of like regular thing that you go to is a great way to just like reach out to those around you. And I mean, I can probably speak for most of us when I say like that can be such a scary thing. But um, based upon the number of people who said that they have made friends through their like some of their most meaningful relationships through work or through church, it totally pays off to just like, like put yourself out there a little bit, reach out to the other people who are there. Somebody said, hanging out as couples, friends of my husband. Um, I really resonated with this one because I feel like at the very beginning of our marriage, that was really, those were really my closest friends were, were our couple friends. And I met them through Pierce. Um, he had lived in Utah previously and I had just moved there. And so that was a really big form of connection for me. And I think that's, uh, that's honestly such a great way because way to meet friends because your husbands will know different people than you will know. And it's just a great way to meet another circle, I think. Totally. Yeah. Actually, a couple of people said that they made friends through their husband, um, which couple friends are so great. <laughs> so I loved, I loved it that idea Pierce, and it's fun when you find people that both your husband and you can connect with yes Pierce and I always say finding couples finding couple friends is like dating but it's twice as hard because like four people have to match up rather than two. Oh, totally <laughs> totally so those yeah. friendships are gold yes they are Okay, another one was library programs and toddler classes. Obviously, this mom has younger children, but um, yeah, just like diving into whatever phase you're in, like being involved in the, the activities of children their age, such a great way to make friends. We really do have such a great opportunity as mothers to make friends because we're kind of handed an opportunity to make friends on a silver platter. True. Like if you have a kid and they're playing with another kid, it's so easy to strike up a conversation totally. with the parent of that child. Totally. So I feel like we're so lucky in that sense. I was laughing with another friend about this the other day. I feel like if you're at the park, it's just so easy to say, oh, your kid is so cute. How old are they? It's literally like a mom pickup line. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally is. It's just, so, it's just so easy to get a conversation going. And why not? Like we all could use a friend at the park. Oh, totally. Yes. And I'm thinking if you have children at home, take advantage of that. I like, while we're saying this, I'm like thinking about my mom. I'm like, crap. She doesn't have any kids at home. How is she going to make new friends? Like, <laughs> oh, no, it's totally a thing. My, my family, actually, I'm from Denver, and they moved here a couple, to Utah a couple of years ago. 
And my mom has said that so many times. Um, she said she's so grateful that she has kids still at home. Oh, totally. Because it has made making friends a thousand times easier. Yeah. Because it's, it's so easy to just get to connect each other. Connect over that. Yes, mm-hmm. to connect through kids. And so if you have kids, it really is... Such, great ex- great excuse. Such a great <laughs> excuse that we need to take advantage of. Totally. Um, okay, another person said that they um, have made a lot of their close friends through mutual friends. So they would go to like a group hangout and then um, meet like friends of friends. And that's a way that they have made a lot of their friends. Anyway, I think that's super relatable. And again, one of those, one of those things where like it can be difficult to, I, I f- feel like feels a little bit vulnerable to go to something where you don't know everyone or maybe even where everyone else knows each other. That can be like such a scary thing to do, but I really do think that it, it pays off most of the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I would say that that's how I've met most of my very closest friends is from mutual friends and just from being invited to go to something and going, even though I didn't know people there. Mm-hmm. And it really does provide such a great opportunity even if it's uncomfortable. Totally. And I have to say, while you're saying that, I was thinking too, even on the flip side, like being the person inviting, that also can be a scary situation. Like, (laughs) have you ever like had a shower or like a a baby shower or a bridal shower or I don't know, some like big event in your life where you have to like combine multiple groups and you're like so stressed about how these groups are going to get along. You know, it's like, you're like sweating, like crap. Is everyone going to be comfortable? And like, I got to, you know, make the rounds, make sure everyone's got someone to talk to. Like, anyway, so that definitely can be like, a scary situation also being the one inviting if you're inviting someone that you know doesn't know everyone else but um I just loved that that is like such a relatable thing I feel like so just I don't know a little encouragement to like do that more often you know invite a friend along who may not know your other friends yeah that's such a great point just putting yourself in that vulnerable situation on on either side yeah I'm somebody said kids play date once again kids make things so easy in this aspect they do really help in making friends because I am friends with all of Miles's friends moms yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Miles's Miles is friends with my friends kids totally it just makes things simple yeah it does okay I loved that somebody said reaching out to neighbors that is one that I'm not very good at and I would like to be better we have a, okay what I have to stop you what because you literally knocked on my door with a cookie <laughs> and that's why we're here true and that's true. why we're here <laughs> it was the one and only time I reached out to a neighbor <laughs> I'm dying well it worked out so you have a really high success rate I'm dying. no okay it really isn't the only time but I am not great at it so that is one that I really want to be better at we have this great neighbor who lives across the street from us Greg and Johnny and I like he moved in literally the exact same time as us because we live in a new community. So our house is like, we're finished right at the same time. And, um, he has just been, oh my gosh, the sweetest. He like has just shown up at the most random little times when we've been like really struggling, like when Brooks was in the NICU and he's just shown up for us in the sweetest ways. And I'm still kicking myself that we've never had him over for dinner. Like, I feel like I've been, I have, I should lose my neighborly duties. Like, I just feel like I didn't do my job. So anyway, that's when I want to be better at. I'm sure Greg thinks you're a rainy. <laughs> I hope so. That was actually really, um, 
important for me as well is moving to the area that Brittany and I live in now. Um, I really wanted to know my neighbors and our neighborhood, and I know that this is unusual, but it definitely happens, but our neighborhood has a lot going on, a lot of fun things, a lot of fun activities, a lot of fun people, and I truly, even though I was brand new, even though I didn't know anybody, if anybody invited me to do anything, I would go just because I wanted to make friends. I was in a position where I felt like I really needed those friendships. And so I went to everything and I was able to really make friends. And obviously you're not always at a time in your life where you are able to say yes to everything. But when you're trying to make friends, I could not recommend that enough. Just say yes, show up, even if you don't know people, because that's, that's the way that you'll build those friendships. Totally. That's like on the reverse side of the invite, invite, invite. It's like, say yes, say yes, say yes. yes. Like just go when you're invited. Yes. Even though it can be so difficult sometimes. Totally. Um, okay. Another common theme. I loved this. A lot of people mention different forms of working out. So they'll either make friends at workout classes or they will join like a running group or start a running group. Um, some people said like going on walks with a couple moms or hiking. There were quite a few forms of exercise mentioned. And I love that. I think, wow, you are like filling yourself. Like the endorphins have to be just like through the roof because you're like outside, like moving your body with a friend. Like it's just like all the things. Oh, there's nothing better. And actually we've talked about our half marathon that we've run yes. previously. And that was so pivotal for both Brittany and I, but that is actually how that started. I, I think it was me. I texted all the neighborhood girls that I knew and like the girls in my area. I'm like, does anyone want to run a half marathon with me? Yeah. And Brittany and two other girls, um, uh, wanted to do it with me and none of us knew each other very Super well, well. Uh-uh. at the beginning of starting to train for a half marathon. And by the end, we are all so close and mm-hmm. that was two years ago and mm-hmm. we're still all so close. It just really is, I think a great way because some of, some of these things, um, are a great way to meet people, but that was a really, really great way to bond. Yeah. And so 10 out of 10 would recommend something consistent like that. If you are trying to kind of have that more meaningful friendship. Mm-hmm. Okay. One that I have never done this, but I think it's so great because we all see other moms on Instagram, like, you know, friends of friends or whatever, like your friend tags another mom and you're like, oh, I don't know her, but she has kids my same age. Um, so many people said that they have just messaged other moms with kids their same age and are like, hey, want to hang out? And they have made some of their closest friends that way. And I love that. I've never done that. And I think that's like such a vulnerable position to put yourself in, but how cool. That's how I made one of my like very closest friends. She messaged me on Instagram and invited me to something. Like she was hosting something fun, and she like we had followed each other because we have babies the same age. And she invited me, and now she's like one of my dearest friends. I cannot imagine life without. So I will definitely um, second this one. Also, I will say, along with this note, that I have been on. I've been on the end of people reaching out to me, and I've been on the end of reaching out to other people. And it doesn't always work. Like sometimes, sometimes I have messaged people and now they're my friends and I've messaged people and like gotten totally ignored or we haven't really become friends. And that's 
totally fine. That's just part of the process. Like that's why it's vulnerable because it's not always going to be a match and not everyone, not everyone is like at the same level of need for friends or at the same point in their life. And so just coming from somebody who has been I don't want to say rejected because that sounds so harsh, but really it, it is vulnerable and it's, it's okay that it doesn't always work out, but it's still so, so worth it because what's totally. the worst that's going to happen? You're not going to end up super close friends and that's fine. Right. Right. Nothing like your situation doesn't change at all for having done that. Totally. You just get braver. Yes. I love that. Okay. I need to, that's one I need to implement. I haven't done that before. Um, okay. Paris and I or Paris mentioned this a little bit earlier in the episode, but there were also quite a few people that mentioned they either were invited to or invited a friend to um, some kind of recurring club or group get-together. So there was a book club mentioned, cookbook club. Um, there was bunko, a bunch of neighborhoods do bunko. Um, lunch groups. Um, some moms said they'll do lunch groups like outside at like a park or something. They have younger kids. Or, um, which I cannot wait for these days. <laughs> moms who either don't have kids at home or whose kids are in school can actually go out to l- nice lunches. What? what I thought. I know. That sounds so amazing. Um, and play groups. Anyway, so like any kind of recurring thing is just like such a great way to get to know a lot of women. Anyway, I thought that was a great idea. Yeah. And that's one of those things too, that I think is great if you want to get to really know people, Mm -hmm. not just to meet people, but to really form those relationships. Mm -hmm. I have been a part of a couple of different groups throughout my motherhood. And it really is so fun in such a special way because you're reconnecting every so often. And I would just agree with that. Yeah. Be the mom who starts one of those. I just think that's awesome. Yes. And it is a brave thing to start those. It totally is. Pays dividends. Yeah, it totally is. I like really want to do a book club. I always, whenever I hear about book club, I'm like, wait, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So that's, that's one of my goals for sure. Love it. Somebody said staying in touch or reconnecting with college roommates or former friends. That's great. I feel like that's something that we could all be better about is just reconnecting. And that's one thing as well about having kids is I think I I will have not talked to people for a while and then I realize oh we have kids the same age and it's such a fun way to reconnect and bond again totally the thing I really loved about this one was like so many of these were ways to make new friends but I think so often like I don't know if any, if everyone feels this way, but I think a lot of us feel like a sense of regret over some of those relationships that we've just like, that have just like fallen out of touch, you know? And anyway, I just thought like, that's such a great reminder that like, just because you may have fallen out of touch with somebody doesn't mean that you can't reconnect with them. Doesn't mean that friendship's over. Like maybe it is, maybe it's not, you know? Yeah. Um, so just like a reminder to reach out to people who you, you know, who are on your mind. Or I love when I get a text from a friend that I haven't talked to in a while and I don't know, just, I, it was just a good reminder to like maintain some of those relationships or like even rekindle some of those relationships that you have lost. Perfect. I love that. Um, so these next two, they were making me think not just of making friends, but of really deepening those friendships and having a better relationship. The first one is remembering details about somebody to follow up with later. That's gold. And 
if you haven't listened to our episode with Kylie, I think it was our third episode. Yeah. I think so. But if you're, if you're a newer listener, go back and listen to our episode with Kylie about friendships. Um, she talks a lot about this and that is so valuable just to remember things about other people. That is something that was ingrained in me from being a kid is people don't, don't want to necessarily hear about you. That sounds so (laughs) horrible, but really people like people won't remember the things that you say. They'll remember how you made them feel. And that is like the best way to really connect with somebody is not talking about yourself, but listening to them totally. and hearing what they have to say. Totally. And it goes both ways. Like I think Absolutely. Well, that's what makes a good friendship exactly. is when you're both really genuinely interested in yes. each other. Yes. Not just trying to talk. Yes, totally. So I loved that tip and also in that same vein, offering service. And what a great way to make those friendships really meaningful. Because what is friendship if you can't count on each other? Totally. And be there for each other. Yes. I love that somebody said... Um, there were like a bunch of specific services mentioned, but someone said offering a specific service rather than just asking how they can help. And I thought that was so sweet. And accepting service because that's yes. hard to do as well. Yeah. So, oh yeah. So true. I think, wow, we could all be better at that. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I just thought that was so sweet to like think of something very specific that you can do. And the great thing about that is that you're not just leaving an open-ended for like, you know, an offer to do something that you hate doing, right? Yeah. Like you can be specific about something you enjoy. Yeah. Maybe you like taking watching kids. So you offer to like have a play date. Maybe you like, I don't know, going to the pool. So you're like, hey, let me take your kids to the pool with me. Or you like cooking. You're like, let me bring you dinner. Whatever it is, I just think, you know, maybe you love... Um, I, giving gifts. I, this is one of my favorite things. I love reading a book and thinking of somebody who would enjoy that book. Like, I think that's such a specific thing and like very thoughtful. That's so thoughtful. Anyway, so just like being very specific, not only is it very thoughtful for the person, but also like you get to choose what you like, you know? I think that's perfect. And I think if you're the recipient, I just think I'd be so much more likely if somebody were to say, can I take miles to the park for an hour, mm-hmm. I would be so much more likely to say yes to that than if somebody said, what can I do to help you? It would be really hard for me to think of something that I felt comfortable asking totally. rather than them presenting me with exactly what I know that they are willing with. Like totally. that's night and day difference yes, for the I receiver agree. as well. I agree. I, I totally agree. I have a friend actually that is really, really good at this. And she is one of the few, few people that I actually ever let do anything for me, but it's because of that. She literally will be like so specific. What can I, she'll say like, what can I do to help? And then offer literally like four different, very specific things. And I'm like, okay, crap. How do I turn you down now? So like, I don't know. And and because of that, it has made our relationship. Like we have such a great connection. She's one of my very best friends. So yeah, I just, I loved that idea. Um, along. Okay. These are like some of the specific things that were mentioned under service too. were, um, what the first one was sending a note and a treat, which Love that. Yep. I would love to get a no in a treat. Same. I would take that any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Marco Polo conversations. I mean, that's just a great method of communication for moms. (laughs) Oh, totally. Totally it is, especially I think this all the time. Um, I don't know why this one was under service, but it was, but anyway, but my sister lives, they just moved to Kentucky and they're two hours different 
and then like two hours later than us in Utah. And it's so hard for us to find a time to talk on the phone. Like I just, wow, it is difficult. Like between both of our schedules and bedtimes and mornings, and like, I don't know, somehow it just does not work out. Marco Polo is the greatest thing ever. The fact that we can like record a conversation, carry on like what, you know, even a better conversation than what we would potentially have on the phone. And we don't have to match up like the perfect time is yeah. honestly just such a blessing. Yeah, it really is so nice for those long distance friendships. It's amazing. Also, I have to say during the shutdown last year, I was in a Marco Polo group chat with some friends and we had such thought-provoking, meaningful, deep conversation over Marco Polo. And I feel forever bonded to those girls in that group chat because we all were vulnerable and we all were really putting in an effort to connect over Marco Polo. So definitely very doable. And I love Marco Polo. No, me too. Somebody said, sending a text to a friend to let them know you are thinking of them or following up from a previous conversation. I just think that that's so thoughtful and such a sweet way to let somebody know that you care about them. Mm-hmm. I think some of the kindest, like, or most meaningful texts that I have gotten are when uh, it was, like, random. And, like, something, there was just something random that prompted it. Like, they'll be like, oh. I had to reach out. I just saw this thing and it made me think of you. Or like, hey, you mentioned last week that you were going to do this thing. Can I help you with it? Or you're going on this trip. When are you going? I'm excited to hear about it. Whatever it is. I just think that's so thoughtful and something that I've definitely been working on. I, I really love that. And it's such a great way to deepen a relationship. Totally. I think that follow-up and just being vulnerable and letting somebody know that you care about them is really, that's how you make friends. I, I mean, at least that's how you... Maybe not how you meet friends, but that is how the real friendship is formed. Mm -hmm. And I think that's such a common thread with all of these answers is just really being vulnerable and showing up for your friends and really trying to invest in those relationships. Honestly, to my friendships through my short so far experience of motherhood have really, really sustained me and... I'm really grateful for the times that I was brave and reached out and for the times that other people were brave. Honestly, I can say too, for me specifically, just I live in an area I've never lived in before and most of my friends are friends that I didn't even know two years ago mm -hmm. or three years ago. And so I can really relate to everybody's answers because this has been a very active part of my life the past few years is trying to form these friendships. Mm -hmm. And I think there's times of life when you are like really working on making friends. And then there are times when like, maybe you're more focused on deepening those relationships or even just like reaping the benefits of the relationships that you've already created. And I don't think it matters age or necessarily even phase of life because I think we can find ourselves in any one of those stages at any point of our in our life. So like yeah. it's just a really great thing to I think like develop that skill and put your get used to putting yourself out there so that you know you don't find yourself I don't know all of a sudden in a situation where you really want to but you're like having to rediscover how to do that. You know, it's a good practice to be in, I think. Yeah. I will say I have moved 20ish times in my life and so I feel like this I have had to practice these skills 
always. Mm -hmm. And so I can just really relate to anybody who's in the situation trying to make friends. We're actually about to move um, here in a week. And so I'm just gearing up to be in another season of, I, I'm lucky I'm moving close. So I plan on keeping all of my friends, <laughs> which is nice, but I know I'm going to be moving into a new church community and into a new neighborhood and trying to make friendships in that aspect as well. So, Okay, I loved this episode. I thank you so much for these submissions. If you have any specific episodes you would like to hear, we always love getting um, like specific requests or ideas. So feel free to reach out. You can message us on our Instagram, which is kindred underscore conversations.